0: the people that are 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 to I'm s i am just blew on the mic. I'm sorry about that if you heard that. But uh welcome back to the Enrapture podcast. Um I am here with a very special guest of ours, um Bryce Hagan. I'm excited to get into this uh episode with him. Uh but first uh you know we gotta let him introduce himself and uh let you guys know who he is and what he does. Go ahead yeah. Bryce
1: So my name is Bryce Hagan I'm a content creator at Grace Church. So photos, videos graphics whatever whatever they're needing uh And I was talking to Terry and he said that they're, they're doing this podcast. I listened to a few episodes. We were talking about stuff and he said, come out, let's talk about it on the podcast. It's crazy. He didn't even listen
0: until I told him. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, dang, I thought Bryce was my homie. (laughs) No, I'm just playing. Um, Bro. Yeah. I'm excited to have you here, man. Uh, And the conversations that we have every single time we, we come, you know, together, it's just like, man, the people need to hear this, like. It, it it was one day we were literally just talking, like just chilling. And then I'm like, wait, bro, hold on. Stop talking real quick. We, got, we, we can't keep talking because yeah, we got to put this You made we, me
1: pocket this whole conversation for this moment. So
0: <laughs> I really did, man, because like the just the moments that we were having, bro, it was just like, wow, yep. this is good. This is good. But before we get into the today's topic, um, I want to ask you a few mm-hmm. questions just based around joy. Um, as you know, the, the title of the podcast is in rapture, which means mm-hmm. to be filled with joy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to ask you a couple questions. Uh, what's your definition of joy? What does joy mean to you?
1: Yeah, so... I could, I could take this the earthly way and say, oh, it's just the meaning of, like, pure happiness mm. is joy. But I think those who know Christ know that that's not, like, that's not it. Because, like, you can be happy and you can be sad, but in both those times you can have joy because it's mm. one of the fruit of the Spirit. Yeah. And so since we have Christ, we have access to the fruit, which is joy. So in all situations we can have that joy, that peace. I think they, they all come as one. Like, yeah. they live together. I love and that. so I think my definition of joy... Would be, a a rest in moments of unrest. Mm,
0: You did that on purpose, didn't you? No.
1: (laughs) You did that on purpose. As soon as it came, (laughs) though, I was like, "I'm saying it."
0: (laughs) That was good, man. I love that definition. Like, I've never really went in depth and thought about it like that. Love that. Um, Next one here is: What is your definition to be filled with joy?
1: To be filled with joy, I would say it's just having peace in all circumstances, regardless of what's going on, regardless of the highs, the lows. You're able to just be at a like a neutral point with God, where you're saying like, okay, I am, I'm content, I'm here, I'm filled with joy, I'm, I'm good.
0: Mm. Yeah. This man is, is already like I
1: think I think they already got enough off this. <laughs> like, yeah, man. that's a wrap. We're done. <laughs> all right.
0: Give us an example of a time when you were filled with joy.
1: Yeah. You can, I can look to so many different areas where things were not going. Like there's, I I think I'm not alone with this, but I'm, I'm a big dreamer. And Mm -hmm. so I will see like, okay, I want it to end this way. I want it to go that way. I want it to go that. And I have things in my mind of how I want things to work out, but when they don't, there's that unease. And I think having joy from the Lord is being able to say like, okay, regardless of what's going on, regardless of this, I'm, I'm going to be content. I'm okay. And so any situation where things aren't going as they're supposed to, but you have that peace from the Lord. Like mm. I think that's a joy from the Lord at the same time. And
0: that's amazing, bro. Yeah. That's amazing. Last one. Um, wait, was that? Yeah. Last one, five things that you're grateful for today. Just want to show a form of gratitude.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, grateful for my job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that. I just get to make stuff all day. Like that's such a rarity and I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. Um, this man is cold on the camera too. <laughs> <laughs> grateful. Uh, the place that I live, um, my sister and brother-in-law, they have a house and they have like a mother-in-law suite in their backyard. And I rent that from them. So I get to like live on my own, but I'm extremely close to family. They have, uh, two kids that I get to like hang out with, play with. And so that'd be a mixture of where I live and family. Yeah. That's Um, amazing. Yeah. And then, um, grateful that there's always something new in Christ. Like you can, I've been, I've been experiencing recently like a freshness in the word mm. where it's like, okay, this is a verse that's been a favorite verse of mine for years. And then you open it up again. You're, there's a moment where you're kind of like, wait, like I've never noticed that before. Yeah, and it's yeah. that like newness from the Lord. Like yeah. I'm really grateful for that recently.
0: Oh, so. that's amazing. Yeah. That is amazing, man. Yeah. We we're just going to get right into this yeah. because like... I can't keep letting you drop gems like that. We're not even on the topic yet But before we even talk about the topic, um, I want to want to give this scripture which is based around the topic um, but it's something that I resonate with a lot and I know you do as well because that's why we're here so, uh, we are on hebrews chapter 4 verse 9 through 11 Yes, i'm sorry (laughs) verse 9 through 11 So there remains then a sabbath rest for the people of god for anyone who enters God's rest, also enters their enters from their rest from their work. Wow, just as God did, <laughs> did from His. Let us therefore make every effort to enter the enter that rest, so that no one will perish by following their examples of disobedience. Mm-hmm. Man, that right there hits like everything for me. With that being said, today's topic is going to be brought to you by Bryce himself, um, and we're speaking on rest. When he said he wanted to talk about it, I was like, hey amen. like, let's go. And it's, it's kind of funny because I'm tired right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> someone asked me yesterday. Was it yesterday? It was probably Tuesday. Someone asked me Tuesday. I was like, yo, so, like, I see you do a lot, but, like, what days is, what? what what's your Sabbath day? And I was like, I can't even answer you right now. Yeah. Because I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe Saturday. But, like, I, I thought about this past Saturday. I woke up at 730. That's my off day. Yeah. But it was to go to my nephew's game. Like, I'm not about to miss that. But now I'm like, all right, cool. So Saturdays, prioritize sleep, I'm not waking up until, like, 11. Yeah. Like, even though I hate sleeping in. But the fact that I couldn't answer the question of what my Sabbath day was, that really, like, spoke a lot to me because I'm yeah. like, how am I about to do a podcast? I'm talking about rest. <laughs> but yeah. I'm not even resting. But, yeah, we're also going to speak on a little bit of honey potting, yeah. Um, which is, I didn't even know what that word was never heard of it until this man Bryce was like I want to speak on that I'm like what is that like I'm thinking of like you're making honey <laughs> <laughs> yeah like but uh when he told me it was just like mm, yeah let's get yeah. on that one for sure but go ahead Bryce let's uh let you do your thing
1: yeah I think a a spirit of like of the age for us is acceptance and hurry mm-hmm. are two things that our society in like uh, the Western culture deals with more than anything else. Yeah, um, And I think we can attest that by even just saying when you were asked, hey, when is your Sabbath? You had, you said maybe Saturday, which implies like we even understand the importance of rest, the importance of Sabbath, but it's something that we're like, oh, I might do it at this time. Mm. I might do it that time. And so while I'm not calling you out, I think- hey, call me out.
0: <laughs> call me out if you have to, bro.
1: <laughs> One of the things that I've like come to realize over the past few years is if you aspire to be on the battlefield between like the two kingdoms of good and evil, like rest is a discipline that you need to lock down. Yeah. You need to have it because with everything else going on, how busy we are, everything always moving, constantly stuff happening. We're getting uh, updates on our phone all the time. This is happening. That person said that this country did this, that did that. The way we can combat that is in moments of rest Mm -hmm. and just taking time to just,
0: right. Man, I love that because, like, I've been dealing with anxiety for, like, the what, past couple of weeks. Yeah. And I said to myself, I'm like, why is my anxiety so bad? And I looked at my sleep patterns, and I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not resting enough. Yeah. Like, my body is literally telling me, hey, relax. Yeah. Go get in bed. Just put your feet up. You need got to go to sleep. Yeah. Just give yourself some time to relax.
1: Yeah. And, and that's what your body's telling you. But what we're hearing from everywhere else, society, culture, everything is, no, go, go, go hustle culture like be be doing something constantly but your body something that god made is saying hey i need to slow down it doesn't mean that we're weak it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with us it's saying no no we're starting to drift from what god has designed us to do mm-hmm. and that's why we're feeling off because we're out of the natural that god has yeah. to be
0: yeah. yeah do you remember that song i don't know if you ever heard it but by kevin gates um <laughs> I don't get tired. <laughs> I got
1: six jobs. <laughs> <laughs> come
0: on, come on, man. I, I just think about the time when that song came out. Um, I probably wasn't like deeply in Christ as I am right yeah. now. But uh, like I used to like listen to that song. I'm like, yeah, I don't get tired. Like I'm in the gym. Like I don't get tired. I don't get tired. But if I go back to the song right now, I'm just like that song truly holds no value. Yeah. Like you're really pushing for people to go and literally not get any rest at all. But when truly, he's probably like fresh out the studio, just went straight to sleep. You know, yeah, he's, it's got, crazy he's cool. got one
1: job and he makes seven million dollars a year for it. That's like, it. <laughs>
0: that's it. And it's, I mean, honestly though, but for artists, they really, they probably don't get much rest because, like, when they do tours, mm-hmm. it's insane.
1: Well, you right. hear about halfway through tours, most artists are getting sick. They're having to cancel shows because they're go go go, mm-hmm. and you start to shut down after a certain amount of time.
0: I saw uh, the weekend he. uh his last concert, his voice just cracked and popped mm-hmm. like he was done. Yeah. And he had to end of the show like first song. I was like, man, you really ain't been resting. That's...
1: Imagine being at that show waiting to go see The weekend, and then he has to cancel it in the middle of it though.
0: I wouldn't even go. <laughs> I, I really wouldn't even go, honestly. I haven't even listened to the, like his new latest album. Yeah. I don't know. It ain't worship enough
1: for me. There
0: you go. <laughs> I'll get Go ahead, man.
1: Yeah. Um, I think a... Uh, uh, Scripture that kind of led me into recognizing the importance of rest is actually, like, Genesis 2. So, Mm. like, literally second chapter in the Bible. Like, that's when he introduces the concept of rest uh, because it says, By the seventh day, God had completed his work, which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from Mm. all the work he had done, and he blessed the seventh day and sanctified it uh, because in it he rested from all the work which God had created and made. Um, And so reading that, it was just a reminder, like, God will always bless your rest. The first thing he did when he introduced rest is he blessed it. He said, this is something that's for you. I've made it for you. God doesn't need the rest, but he modeled and said, you are made in my image. This is something that I would advise you to do. That's Mm -hmm. important to you to do. And he gave that to us and he blessed it. And so any single time that I've ever had a moment where I need to embrace rest and fully embrace it, there's not been a time God has not blessed it that God has not sanctified that moment and said, I will give you the rest that you need in this moment. I will give you what you need here. You're taking time off to come seek me. I'm 100% going to meet you there every time.
0: Mm. I love that. I, I feel like what Bryce just did was basically tell us if you have not, this is how you can test if people read the Bible <laughs> because Genesis is literally the first book. Yeah. So If that if that verse has not sat with you, then you need to get back to reading. Yeah. I think that's what he just, he, just, he called all of us out. 1000 started off chapter one.
1: <laughs> Tell me when you get to chapter two. Okay. Yeah.
0: Definitely just called us out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I think the, an important part too is like you can, you can, you were saying you've looked at your life and seen moments that you're anxious. Mm-hmm. You've seen all these things and we can look at our lives and see when we're out of rest. And there is like a moment where we can look and say, okay, what posture am I in? How am I mm-hmm. going about rest? Because if you, everything we know, like when you're, when you're tired what you do, you sit, you, you, you slump, like yeah. you fall so deep into a posture of sitting um, where you're just, you are embracing that rest mm-hmm. or if people ever get heated, they get angry. First thing they do, you, they stand up, they get big, they leave that posture of rest where the reality is any moment that you're tired or embracing rest is when you just, you sit, you say, there's not much you can do while you're sitting. You can't be active. You can't do this. And it's just fully embracing that. And I think, Like, take those moments where you're sitting from here on out and remember, like, okay, am I resting right now? Am I clenching my jaw? What is going, like, do I need to just relax and take that moment and say, like, Jesus, like, bless this moment of sitting. Bless this moment of rest. Two minutes, 30 seconds, whatever it is. Like, God, I want you to meet me here in this moment. Give me rest.
0: You're calling me out right (laughs) now, bro. I just had to go to the chiropractor the other day because I've been slouching like just (laughs) I walked to my chiropractor like, man, the middle of my back is like hurting. I've been slouching so much. But then like I'm tired. Yeah. Like my posture really shows exactly how I feel. You know? Yeah. That's crazy. Dang. I'm about to cry, guys. I'm just kidding. I'm not about to cry. (laughs) I am not about to cry. (laughs) I just,
1: I don't, you know, I'm going to throw this out there. I don't know if this example will work or not, but it just kind of came to me. So let's hope it was a inspired by God um
0: thousand uh, <laughs> percent
1: when you're dining like having a meal mm-hmm. like you sit you relax you're taking a moment to just like it's very rare that you're like angry like fighting people while you're actively Correct. eating and I think it's just cool to realize like how many times in scripture we're invited to like God's table to like dine with him like he saved a seat for you and so he's saying like hey like come let's hang out let's relax let's chill let's mm-hmm. not do. Anything right now, but spend time with each other and I think that's pretty cool. Yeah.
0: That is that is nice the Holy Spirit definitely just gave you that nice one. like <laughs> <laughs> That was definitely a word from the Holy Spirit and I love the the way you put that Um Like it's I'm just I'm playing like scriptures in my mind right now just of mm-hmm. times when like, you know, the disciples are eating or like Jesus basically like hey, just relax. Yeah, like, that's that's amazing. I love that.
1: Yeah, so for the past few years, like since I've learned about rest and embraced it as like a part of my daily life. And like, it's, it's something you have to be active on. It's not a passive thing. You have to say like, okay, I'm choosing rest. I'm choosing Sabbath. I'm choosing these things. Um, scripture, obviously incredible. They're like, I think that in the, the ESV, there's something like 62 references of the word rest specifically, mm-hmm. but rest is talked about like 400 times. Mm which means like it's a, it's a big topic and don't fully quote me on those numbers. I'm, I'm estimating from what I remember reading before, <laughs> but uh, there's that. And then um, another book that I totally love, it's called Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. It's by John Mark Comer, this yeah. beautiful orange color. Um, the, first,
0: the first time I opened that book was what, maybe 30 minutes ago. Um, and the first thing that I opened up was, it said, if you, or if you watch TV for an hour a night, Instead, if you read a Bible, you can finish the whole Bible in six months instead of watching yeah. TV for an hour a day. Yeah. That was very interesting. And I was like, wow.
1: And it's, it's those moments where you kind of realize, like, I might not watch TV an hour a day, but there are days where I make up for the hour mm-hmm. that I miss. Like, I'll sit four or five hours sometimes just watching a show. Yeah. And it's just realizing, like, what you could do during that.
0: Dude, I think about that all the time. And, like, speaking on just that specifically, it makes me, it just brings me to, to the thought of, like, not just resting sleep but resting from uh phones Mm -hmm. (laughs) resting from again tv screens resting from take your vacation time rest (laughs) from work like resting from playing video games yeah like i've mentioned this before but um i realized that there was a time when i I was not literally resting from playing the game like it was like five hours like at a time i was like whoa yeah this is a lot and then I realized, like, started, anxiety started to form from that. Yeah. And then I started reading a book, and it was just like, what are you putting your time, or a book that was called I Am Called? It was like, what are you putting your time in that is taken away from God? And I was like, dang. Yeah. Uh, it's time to rest that game. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it's, I, I think that's that's the 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 thing that I love the most about this topic, bro. It's like, it's important to sleep, but it's also to be, a, it's also important to be aware of the things you can rest in your life. Like, yeah. what are you doing daily that you can take a break from?
1: Yeah. And it's, it's key too, to see what is actually restful for you, because there's some people that rest for them is going inside, watching a show, um, and just relaxing. There's some people that rest is going to a concert, going Mm. to a park, hanging out with friends can be restful. Like there's no, there's no reason that you say I'm resting. I need to totally like become a recluse, disappear. It's like, you have to look to yourself, ask Jesus, Hey, what is refreshing to my soul? That's, that's what rest is. It's not just saying like, I'm going to go take a nap, yeah. which for me, sometimes it's very restful, yeah. but it's just it's embracing like what's restful for my soul and what can I do with Christ? Like, because the reality is that time is good for you and it's mm-hmm. good for your spirit. And so it's saying, God, are you like, meet me here. Let's do this together. Let's watch the show together. Let's go play disc golf. Let's go do, go to the gym. Like whatever you're doing, that's restful for you it's intentional to invite Christ into it and do it with him.
0: Yeah. I'm thinking about something, how you said like, uh, like spending time with friends can be rest, but that just made me think about this very random, but, uh, that's why we're here. <laughs> um, but when people say like my social battery is low, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about the, the way that that can be put because it's, it can be put two different ways because you have people that are introverts you mm-hmm. have people that are extroverts mm-hmm. uh, extrovert. I say when they're, when their social battery is low, it's because they haven't experienced enough social to get that battery full yeah but an introvert when their social battery is low it was full at one point but now it's drained yeah the holy spirit just gave me that I feel yeah. like that, that 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 was not for me
1: yeah i don't know <laughs> but and that even speaks to the the importance of finding like okay what is rest for you because mm-hmm. different people would say hanging out with someone is incredibly tiring and there are people who would say hanging out with them or just sitting on a couch while we watch the same show like mm-hmm. is incredibly refreshing And so it's just having to look and say, okay, Jesus, like, how have you designed me to be? Mm -hmm. Like, you didn't make me like everyone else. You made me, you knew exactly who I was. You knitted me in my mother's womb. You didn't knit me to match someone else. Mm -hmm. So like, Jesus, how have you given me rest? How have you designed me to be?
0: I love that. It, It always, every time I hear someone speaking about this, it takes me back to a time around, I want to say maybe 2014, uh, the church that I was going to at the time, Elevate Life, the pastor wrote a book called Your Divine Fingerprint. And he okay. like preached a whole series about this, just about how God designed our one fingerprint to be yeah. different from everyone else's. And that's, that fingerprint is used to define who we are. Yeah.
1: I love that. I love yeah. that. Crazy that like, and God's very aware of who has what fingerprint. Mm. Like it's not an accident that he made you unique like that. Right. It's very specific. And I think that's awesome.
0: It's so crazy. Yeah. Like that. You mean to tell me the government can tell you who just touched (laughs) your door? Yeah. (laughs) Like when they like left 12 hours ago, that is, that is crazy. Yeah. That's how you know God's real.
1: Yeah. 100%. (laughs) Um, hurry sickness, Mm. a real thing. Hurry sickness, hurry sickness doing so much that you become physically ill. I think a lot of us have done it at times, or it's where if we're doing so much, your your body literally forces you to take a vacation mm-hmm. because it says, uh-uh, we're doing too much, I'm checking out. Mm-hmm. This could be mental, it could be physical. Um, in Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, John Mark Comer gives us 10 like symptoms to look for um, that you can check and say, like, okay, how many of these am I experiencing? And if it's like, I mean, any at all, but... If you're starting to peak like, oh yeah, I deal with that all the time. I deal with that. I deal with that. Like it might be time to check and say like, mm. do I need a break? Do I need to rest? Do I need to meet with the Lord? Um, so the 10 symptoms that he gives, he says irritability, uh, just easily frustrated. Yep. Um, I think we've all been there before. Yep. I'll I'll, I'll tell coworkers sometimes I'll be like, hey, love you so much. I'm a little irritable today, just as a heads up. Um, and in the end, that's my responsibility. I can't take it out on them, but it's knowing like, Please take notes, people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Please be Bryce when it comes to just addressing your personal, like, awareness. Yeah. that That's amazing. Like, just to even get people, like, that heads up. Like, hey, look, I'm just like, you know, if I snap, <laughs> it's it's not me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just letting you... Like, that's... I love I love that, bro. That's amazing.
1: Uh, hypersensitivity is the second one. Just easily offendable. Everything yep. is personal. It's all about you. Um, like, if someone... Uh, doesn't hold the door open for you. The reality is you were probably like in that awkward distance away where, you, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Where someone's like, I don't, they're not close enough for me to hold the door, but yep. I don't want to let it go. Like, but if you're at that point where you're getting offended by that, like you need to check and say like, okay, where's my, where's my soul? Where am I at?
0: Dude, I hear about like, um like families that go through that, you yeah. know, like it could be a mother or dad that's working so much and they come home with their problems and it's like, why aren't the dishes done? Like, Go do the dishes right now. No, you're on punishment. Yeah. Like, Whoa. Can you, like, give me time? Yeah. You know? Like, I, that's, I doubt
1: your kid was intentionally trying to sabotage you by not doing the dishes. Right. But
0: you're taking out your tiredness from just being so hurry up for your job that you're getting home. Mm-hmm. And you're not being hurry up for your kids. Ooh. Mm. Man. Yeah. Take that, it away. Take it away. Hey, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Hey, if you're a parent... <laughs> Just take a note on that one. (laughs) I'm not pointing fingers at you, but
1: just point fingers at yourself and ask if that's you. (laughs) Um, Restlessness. Inability to stop. We get so addicted to the hustle, and it's hard to turn it off. Man.
0: Facts. This guy's preaching right now.
1: The next one he says, he says workaholism. Workaholism. The, I think in Western culture, we get so much affirmation from Mm -hmm. doing work. You even said like, oh, take your vacation. Those who like forego vacation are seen as like, oh yeah, they're doing a good job. They're going above and beyond. And we get that affirmation by continuing to work, staying late, being the first one there. And like, yes, having good work ethic is a, It's a a Christian characteristic. It's a thing from God. Like He wants us to be excellent in all that we do. Mm -hmm. But first and foremost, like one of the commandments, remember the Sabbath, keep it holy. He's saying, chase that rest. Do Mm -hmm. not let it go. Hang on to it because the world is going to try to take it away from you.
0: 100%. And that just makes me think about how replaceable we are to these companies. Mm -hmm. Um, That you should not put a company above you because the importance of your mental health is like, above that. Yeah. I read something on LinkedIn, <laughs> funny <laughs> LinkedIn, uh, literally today. Um, and it was a post talking about how, uh, how we are replaceable to companies, um, and how you can put so much time into one, like into your job that takes the time away from your family. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm back on this topic again, but it's just like, it just hits, man, because like I see a lot of, I've, I've watched families tear apart. Um, and to be a it's the 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 career that I've seen it in um it's police officer law enforcement mm-hmm. um, i had a I had a friend who went through something um not really a friend but a customer that I met and then like kind of not really a customer but yeah I'm not gonna get myself <laughs> fired <laughs> this was years ago anyways this was years ago but he came in and you know he was just looked defeated you know mm-hmm. and I just you know started to like question like what's going on man how you doing like you know how's your day? And Man, he just opened up. Was like, man, I'm going through this, this and that. Like, Mm -hmm. my wife's leaving me, yada yada yada. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, like, what's, you know, what do you do, you know, for work, all that? Because we have to figure out like work. It's so crazy, but yeah, he's like, told me what he did. And then I'm like, okay, you know, and I'm like, well, how are your hours? He's like, man, I work so much. Mm -hmm. I'm like, hmm. Do you think that it's because you work so much that you know? And we started talking about his job, and he's like, man, like a lot of people in my in my uh, district have like been through divorces, and I'm like. That is so crazy. That job is toxic. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. That it's not allowing you to have a like family. Yeah. So yeah, just make sure you're prioritizing <laughs> yourself over these companies because if something happens to you within two weeks, your your position's filled. Yeah. yeah. And it's. We got off topic because you had how many? How many more? You said ten. Um, so there's ten. Wh- so which
1: one, two, three, four. That was number four. All right. Yeah. Or that was we, number five. We should have um, got to go through those. Yeah. That, those are good. Uh, the next, he says, emotional numbness. Mm. The, the moments where you just don't care anymore.
0: Mm. I've been there before.
1: I've been there too many times. Yeah.
0: I haven't been there lately because I found Christ Yeah. <laughs> again. And the times are not, ooh. Yeah. Y'all going to hear about that one day. Y'all. Not today because <laughs> that'll be a story. We'll pocket that <laughs> one. For <Yeah>. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Um, but then, similar to what you're talking about, about like work-family balance, out of order priorities, mm. saying like, okay, like, yes, I got this this part at work done. I missed my kid's soccer game. Mm. Yes, I did this and I did that. I told my wife I'd be home at five. It's seven o'clock. Mm. The reality is like, yeah, you're two hours late. Dinner's cold. It's whatever. But think of what that think of what it. that relays. Think of what that says is my priority is work mm-hmm. i choose this over you
0: dude i think about that so much um because there was a time in my life where like i'll have football practice or a football game or something my dad like yeah i'm coming mm-hmm. don't show up mm-hmm. like i'm literally looking for this man in the crowd i'm like hey i'm about to go crazy my dad's here yeah I'll call him Where you at oh some came up. i couldn't couldn't do it yeah but that was truthfully like thinking like when i when i started thinking about the thoughts of what that brought me to it was just so and i had to once i acknowledged it from the childhood terry mm-hmm. i was just like yeah the adult terry like the future father terry has to fix this today yeah. like because we are not doing that in yeah. the future it's so easy to carry on we can talk about so many things off this off this
1: man but like even think about it though is the that was years ago mm-hmm. And the actions that someone else took years ago, choosing something over rest or family or something like that, affected you to this day. Like, 27. yeah, <laughs> and you've probably gone through a whole process of forgiveness, and stuff like that. But the reality is, like, it's something that you still remember. Mm-hmm. We'll never or not. forget. Yeah,
0: we'll never forget. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why I can't wait to have kids. Because I'm like, yo, I'm like about to be like the greatest. I ain't, I ain't about to go there. Cause like. <laughs> My DMs are closed. They'll be getting no <laughs> ideas. <laughs>
1: What's the other <laughs> one? <laughs> um, this is one I'm definitely guilty of. Uh, lack of care for your body. Ooh. Um, the amount of times that I've set my alarm for 6 a.m. to get up, go to the gym, and then it's past midnight. I'm still scrolling on my phone. Mm. It happened the other... I've I've got to confess this one. It hey, happened the come other on, night. I literally got home, and it was like... It was like 8.30 and I was home and I was done for the day. Like Mm I had finished every single thing I needed to do. Um, And I was like, I can go to bed at like nine o'clock. And then I was being realistic. I was like, I'll be asleep by 10. And then I was in my room, like on the couch, on my phone. And then I saw it hit nine o'clock and I was like, oh, I need to get ready for bed. Still scrolling. I saw it hit 10 o'clock and I was like, oh my gosh, my entire plan is ruined. I saw it hit 11 o'clock and I kept going. What and app this, were you on? Don't you would, say TikTok. N- oh, it probably was TikTok. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. The, <laughs> the algorithm's too smart. It knows. Um, we got to keep Bryce on this yeah. app. <laughs> um, and so it just ended up being like this this night where I could have gotten like nine plus hours of sleep and still gotten up at a realistic mm-hmm. time, and it wouldn't have looked like, oh, he slept in so late. Like It still would have been like, wow, he got up so early, Right. but I would have still gotten the full eight plus hours of sleep. Instead, I chose... To not do that. And so it's just not having those priorities straight. That hits. That yeah. hits. Um, this one, escapist behavior. Escapist behavior. So John Mark Comer, when he's talking about escapist behavior, his little blurb in the book says, When we're too tired to do what's actually life giving for our souls, we each turn to our distraction of choice overeating, over drinking, binge watching Netflix, browsing social media, surfing the web, looking at porn. Name your preferred cultural narcotic. Narcotics are good, healthy even, on an occasion, and short-term basis when they shield you from unnecessary pain. But when we abuse them to escape from reality, they eat us alive. You find yourself stuck in a negative feedback loop of socially acceptable addictions.
0: Yeah. He, got, he caught me on the, on the <laughs> narcotics part, but he says, um, this part where it says, this is what I find very interesting. Um, it says, name your pre- preferred cultural narcotic. Mm-hmm. But he says that after he says over-eating, over over-drinking, binge-watching watch, binge Netflix, browsing social media, surfing the web, and looking at porn, name your preferred cultural narcotics. We are not talking about drugs here, people. <laughs> we are talking about the cultural narcotics yeah. of what are you consuming, yeah. Um, social media, porn, like, come on now. Are you... Is that you? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> but... That, yeah, you definitely caught me when he, when he said that one. Yeah. I was just like, wait, narcotics. Mm. Yeah, but we, not when in our dropped process.
1: The, narcotics are good. We were both kind of like, wait. <laughs> <But>
0: the <laughs> narcotics of, um, I guess, friendships. Yeah. that's That could be a good one, right? Yeah. Um, You know, being around friends, but consuming it so much that yeah. it can eat you alive.
1: Yeah, any anything stimulating to your mind could technically be a narcotic, and so he's saying like what was what you were just saying of friendships, stuff and stuff like that. It could be good, but when you're using it to escape realities yeah. or other things, like that's a problem.
0: Dude, one thing you just said is uh, stimulating your mind. I think about so much of like what stimulates our mind, and it's really everything that we do, mm-hmm. driving like walking into a building that smells good or something like it's like you walk in a Gucci or Louis Vuitton or something and the smell that oh, just that attracts leather. you. So good. Yeah. Dude. It's like, all right, come back. I, I, I want to go smell yeah. Gucci. real quick. Let me go buy some real quick. So yeah. I can just smell the shoes. Yeah, Like, dang, that's, that's good. That's yep. good.
1: Um, he goes on and he says, uh, slippage of spiritual disciplines. Ooh, slippage of spiritual disciplines.
0: So what sins have you committed? Um, I'm trying to break this down for the people. Yeah. Um, Spiritual. Read that one again. Spiritual. Slippage of
1: spiritual disciplines. Yeah. So like where, like where in your life have you been strong? Have you been good in the word? Have you been good in prayer? Have you been thankful like Mm -hmm. in situations? And then are those starting to waver?
0: Are you following the things that you pray to God for? Yeah. Oh, that one right there. Yeah. Man, I think about prayers daily and it's just like, Yeah,
1: all right, cool. I'm good at God. Yeah. We still like this. Yeah. <laughs> I know we're not talking about prayer on this podcast, but like it's crazy to think how many times we pray and then just kinda like throw it out there and don't like trust God to follow through with that. And that could even say like, God, I'm asking you to give me rest. Like just right. say like you more say that and you're like, okay, like God, you do it rather than being like, okay, like, God, this is what I'm asking you for and I'm trusting you to give this to me Mm -hmm. and I'm going to put myself in a position to receive it. Cause if you're saying like, God, give me rest. And then you fill your day. That's on you. (laughs) But if you're saying like, God, I'm setting aside this time, this is my Sabbath. This is for me to receive rest. And like, you're putting in the work. Like if, if you move God's heart, he's going to move his hand
0: Mm. John three thirty. He must become greater. Yeah. I must become less. Yeah. That's all I have to say. I can't even, but that, that's it. Like I literally sent that this morning, um, in a, in a chat and it's, I live, I try my best to live to that, that mm-hmm. scripture. Um, everything that I do, like God must become greater and I must become less because yeah. if I feel like I'm becoming more. That's when God is like, okay, let me humble you real quick. Yep. And I do not like it when God humbles me. It's such, <laughs> I don't a, know it's
1: such a healthy thing, but I'd rather not have to go through it. <laughs>
0: like, all right, God, I see why you're humbling me. Mm, can mm-hmm. we
1: not do this again? Yeah. <laughs> Make me better, please. Yeah. The 10th uh, the symptom that he lists, he just says isolation. Mm. When you get so overwhelmed, so burnt out, so tired, so exhausted that you just disappear. And it's at that point it's not a planned rest, it's not a planned Sabbath, it's not healthy, because you're at the point where you, you're, you've you've been broken, mm-hmm. you're done, mm-hmm. and you disappear for months. And then I think often we can lie to ourselves and say no, I'm resting, but if you haven't planned to go into it, it's you were you were put there, like against your will, like because mm-hmm. you weren't doing it right.
0: Mm-hmm. That's good. What was those again? I know we we, we Mm -hmm. went into like, we we went fully, we really could have had a podcast on these 10 things. (laughs) Honestly. honestly. What was that again? What was it? The 10 what?
1: So it's the 10 symptoms of hurry sickness. Mm, Um, I got that. And it's, uh, it's irritability, hypersensitivity, restlessness, workaholism, emotional numbness, out of order priorities, lack of care for your body, escapist behaviors, slippage of spiritual disciplines, and isolation.
0: That's amazing. Those are so important. Yeah. I love that. I'm definitely about to snatch that book. Yeah. You know, he told me I can take you guys. Don't worry. I'm not <laughs> snatching anything. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I definitely I'm gonna read that and yeah. we, we going we might have to have a podcast on that. Like just that
1: topic, like
0: that book. That's yeah. it. Each chapter. It'd be a good one. I'm low-key down for that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um where can we get rest? I think we know the answers from Christ. But like, how do how do we know? And mm. we can look in Scripture many times. Jesus is affirming that and saying like, "Hey, you get it from me." Um, in Matthew eleven twenty eight through thirty, it says, "Then Jesus said, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and my burden, and the burden I give you is light.'" Mm. Um, there's a pastor, his name is Eugene Patterson. He paraphrased the entire thing, and I I love how it says. It says, are you tired, worn out, and burdened on religion? Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. That's good. That is good. Yeah. Who was that? Uh, Eugene Patterson. Pastor Eugene Patterson, yep. is it?
0: Okay. We definitely got to notate that one because I, I, after hearing that, I got to hear a word. Man. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> super quick. good.
1: Yeah. Um, and I think it's just, it's remembering like in those moments, like where you are heavy burdens, mm-hmm. Jesus addresses that and says, come to me. If you're tired, come to me. If you're confused, come to me, all these things. And the promise that follows all of it is I will give you rest.
0: And, and the crazy thing is, even with that verse, the verse that we can always go back to, <laughs> John 330, yep. he must become greater. Yep. In your weariness, yeah. in your anxiety, he must become greater. Yep. You must become less. I just love how that verse refers to like
1: majority of everything. In the Bible. It, it just like, encapsulates all of it. <laughs>
0: literally. Yeah. Literally, man. Yeah. Oh, I love that verse so much, yeah. Bill.
1: it's it's when you can enter a headspace of realizing that every circumstance you're in already has rest in the answer, you kind of start to fear hard circumstances less. Because every single thing you're going to comes with rest in the solution. Mm. Anxiety. You can't be anxious and be resting at the same time. You cannot. Depression. You can't be depressed and be resting at the same time. Hmm. And so it's choosing to say like, yes, anxiety, depression are real things. I don't want to negate that. I don't want anyone to say like that. There's not serious medical conditions that will affect these things. However, I am saying that you can choose to still look to Christ in those situations and saying like, I might be feeling this, but I'm choosing Christ. I'm returning to here. Because he says, I will give you rest. That's Mm. a promise. And when God says something, he sets a precedence. He says, this is yours forever. This is who I am. This is unchanging. So when he says, I will give you rest, there's a period at the end. It's not saying, I will give you rest, except for these situations. He's saying, I will give you rest. Period. Period.
0: (laughs) Man, this, this guy is preaching right now. I think I'm gonna hand over uh, enrapture to you, brother. Oh, perfect. This, yeah. this is this is not yours. No, you
1: got this. this <laughs> <laughs> I got this one um, topic to talk about. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but when when you speak on rest um, and you talk about you can't be depressed and rest, um, you can't have anxiety and rest, and it's like you don't want to get sleep confused with rest mm-hmm. right. um, because there's there's a complete difference. Yeah, um, sleep you're you're not resting in the presence of. God, yeah, but when you rest, um, literally, I, what was that? was that? a dog. Anyways, uh, <laughs> that scared me for a second. Um, I just think about it, it. It takes me back to a time when, uh, when I tore my Achilles. Mm-hmm. Like I think about it all the time because it's like that was a time when I was just going, going, mm-hmm. going. And I, I was really at a point in my life where I was like, all right, bet. Like, I just dieted. Like, I lost 20-something, 25 pounds or so. I'm looking the most cut I've ever looked before. Like, I'm a dog in the gym. Like, let's go. Nobody can touch me in this gym. I'm I'm deadlifting for 425, I think it was, 415, something like that. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm a dog. Like, I'm a beast. Boom. Tore my Achilles. Mm-hmm. Immediately, first thing that I did, bro, started crying to God. Mm-hmm. Like, all right. I see what happened. Like, I became more than you. Yeah, <laughs> I prided myself more than you. And it's like when you when you put pride, or when you when you get ah, I got a scripture right here. Hold on, hold on. It's right here. Where is it? So, um, I read from my devotional today. Um, it was uh, Second Chronicles twenty six sixteen, and it was about. Um, Uzziah I want to make sure I'm saying that right Uh, But after Uzziah became powerful His pride led to his downfall He was unfaithful to the Lord, his God And entered the temple of the Lord To burn incense on the altar of incense And so I said in this story uh, Uzziah Was crowned king at 16 God gave Uzziah great success As long as he sought the Lord But his pride started to grow bigger Than his faith Which led to him being unfaithful to God When God gives us success in any area of your life, of our life, never forget the source of your success. Mm -hmm. Always choose humility for God gives grace to the humble. When you are not humble and you let your pride get in front of your humbleness or your humility, God has a way of just crushing that like right before your eyes. Yeah. And at that moment, that's when I caught myself like, all right, I need to rest. Not only do I need to rest, but I need to rest in his presence. Mm-hmm. Man. Like I think about that so much because like that was the the moment for me that just I want more. You know, like it's I want more of God. Yeah. Bless me. That's amazing. So good. Yeah.
1: You got more. We can go on to honey potty.
0: Oh, <laughs> we haven't even talked about <laughs> honey potty. That's crazy. This yo. This episode has been so good that like just I don't we lost track. We really lost track. Um so now we're gonna get into honey potting, um, which we talked about before. Uh I'm gonna let I'm let Bryce go ahead and and give you guys a little example of or definition of what honey potting is before we get to you know, into it.
1: Yeah. So uh when it comes to like church culture and different stuff like that, I'm really big on like relation Mm -hmm. and just like when if a if a new person comes to church How do you get them actually plugged in? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: How do you get them to feel comfortable? How do you get them coming back? And how do you get them staying? Mm -hmm. And not so that it's like, oh, our church is big, but so that they can come to know Christ. So they can build a relationship so they can find that community. So they can just develop into the person God specifically designed them to be going Mm -hmm. back to the fingerprints. We want them to be who God called them to be. Right. I feel that there's a danger in the church sometimes with this thing called honey potting Mm. and honey potting is when you, when you are so sweet to someone so good, so attractive, everything that you do is so great that they come back. And then it's this, it's this push pull of saying, I'm giving it to you. I'm not giving it to you. I'm giving it to you. I'm not giving it to you. And it messes with their psyche of saying like, okay, I got this affirmation. I got this love and assurance from someone. I'm going to go back because I want it from them. Mm. And then when they go back, it's not there. And they say, wait, but I had it last time. Like, what's wrong. So they'll go back again and then they receive the affirmation and they're like, oh, okay, it's here. And what it does is it creates this dependency on the people.
0: Mm, and not Christ.
1: Right. And I think there, there are a lot of churches that do incredibly well at it. And I'm going to be honest. I don't think I can name any churches that struggle with honey potting, but I know that it's a cultural thing that we need to just make sure we're being careful of. Mm. Um, and so more so than saying like, oh, everyone's struggling with honey potting," I'm saying like, let's, let's look to this and let's say like, okay, if you have a new person at your church, how do you embrace them in and fully receive who they are daily? If you're going to be kind to them day one, you need to be kind to them day two, two, day three, yeah. day four, week five, week 10. They need to see who you are. They need that consistency. Mm-hmm.
0: That brings me to a question yeah. um, because you say you have to be uh, be that same person day one day two day three day four right um, but it's it brings me to the thought of are we living truthfully for Christ mm-hmm. or are we living for ourselves um, because I look at it like you know I love others that's Christ love you mm-hmm. right or Christ loves me uh, or God not Christ but same thing um, but it's if I'm showing you this fake Mm-hmm. Like facade of me, <laughs> and then like the next day you come back and I'm like, oh, hi, yeah.
1: I'm like what was your name again? Oh, yeah.
0: okay, that was you. Oh man, and like now you're started like trickle back, you know. Um, but it it are we living truthfully for Christ? Or are we living for us? Yeah, I think yeah. that's that's like the question that that I got off of honey potting. It's like,
1: yeah, yeah, Eric thinking about it too if you're if you're hot one day and cold the other hot and cold you mix those together lukewarm mm. that was pretty clear on lukewarm mm. he wants nothing to do with it
0: mm. man that's so good bro like I try to when you told me that I like literally questioned if I was a honey potty <laughs> person <laughs> like I was like am I honey pottying yeah mm, no nah, I don't think, I don't think so no nah. like I literally battled the question I'm like hmm, do I do things like that um, But then I look and I am like, "Nah, I'm like, do you think I'm honey pot?" No, and right, I, you better say no. I right, think, we can interact, obviously. And I think, I think more so
1: than saying like this is a this is a struggle that our society is dealing with, I think it's important just that everyone does exactly what you said, where, mm-hmm. you're, where you had to reflect and say like, "Okay, is this something that I'm doing or that I'm processing or that I struggle stepping into?" Right. Because the reality is like, a lot of times when you are being a honey pot, it's for yourself Mm. because you want them to feel good. So they like
0: you, You, Oh, you hit that on the head, man. That was, that was good. Thanks. Thanks. That was good. So basically what Bryce is saying, question yourself and ask if you are yourself, if you're a honey potter. Um, and it's not really like, don't take it as a shot, Mm -hmm. but it's more so of a self reflection. Like, are you living for the, the person that you feel god has put you here to be a purpose for um or are you living for just to be liked mm-hmm. i guess that's what i feel like just to like do you want people to be like oh yeah terry is this this and that or are you living for you know jesus mm-hmm. mm. i may have said that wrong but that, 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 that's, that that's good yeah, yeah. Mm. we got a lot to think about we got a lot to unpack on this one yeah. um i hope you guys brought your notebooks. This is amazing to have uh, my guy Bryce on here. You really, you really blessed us, man. This conversation was like everything. I hope you guys enjoyed, um, you know, show some love to Bryce when you see him on the Insta. You definitely will for sure. Uh, this guy is great. I'm not honey potting, by the way like he's actually <laughs>
1: this is him all the time so i know i'm safe yeah. Yeah. thank you so much for having me it was a lot of fun getting to talk um hopefully i'll be back soon we oh this is more things this so. is
0: not the last like this is not the last time he's on here yeah for sure i t- like he's really might just running rapture <laughs> i don't know no nah, i'm just kidding but yeah. we love you guys peace um hope you again hope you enjoyed um yeah be great
1: see ya